Welcome to a very special edition of Hospitality Meets, where this week we bring you something just a little bit different and a little bit nuts. Today's show brings you all the amazing people involved with Hospitality Aid 2020, a global online Live Aid style concert for everyone in the hospitality industry. So who have we got on today's show? Well, we've got Kieran Bailey of EXP 101. Reminds me of a few years ago when I thought about founding a cult. Chris Fletcher, also of EXP 101. We just used you to get to Kirsty, sorry. Chad Smith, co-founder of Hire. Like I say, it, it sings a lot to me. Uh, hey. Louise Kissack, founder of Spaghetti Group. This has not gone to plan. And Junior Alabi of Gourmet Burger Kitchen and Hire. I feel like I'm quite useful compared to you lot. We're also joined by special guests like speaker extraordinaire Jim Knight. It's three of the best looking people on the other side of the pond. Singer Kirsty Tatler. Cause I can't make you love me. And data queen Katie Moses of Cam Media. You're a real shit, Chris. Who will join me, your host Phil Street. I just seen Dave Stewart go up these stairs. For an hour of fun, chit chat and total lunacy all around Hospitality Aid 2020. No doubt it's our most ambitious show yet, but all in the name of an amazing cause, raising valuable funds for action against hunger and raising spirits for all in hospitality. Keep listening for all the details and head over to experience101.co.uk to get involved. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to this very special edition of Hospitality Meets with me, Phil Street. Why is it special, I hear you say? Well, there's a, a few reasons and I'll run you through them now. One, we're doing it on video for the first time, so that's interesting and different. So maybe this will end up on YouTube somewhere, who knows? There's also a reason I'm a podcaster, face and hair at the moment for radio and all that. We're going for a multi-guest show, that's point number two. In a break from our, I guess, our traditional format, we're going to see, well, we've got a few guests coming on. Let's see how that works out. <laughs> and instead of telling someone's story, this show will basically be a shameless plug for what I think could be an absolute game changer of an event in the hospitality industry. And something that if you are connected to hospitality in any way, however thin that might be, I believe we should all be getting behind it. I think we can all agree that the last few months in our own different ways has been nothing short of challenging, crap, sickening, draining, and any number of other negative adjectives you can think of. But out of the darkness, there's always some light and there's been some absolutely amazing things that have happened. Ideas, moments of positivity, and just some unbelievable shows of humanity. I salute each and every one of you that's, that's been involved in something like that. My two main guests today fall firmly in the positive category and I've come up with what I think is just a phenomenally positive, wonderfully warm and fuzzy idea. Something needed, but also multifaceted in its approach, doing two almighty things coming together to pull off one stunning event. And we'll talk about this in a lot more detail very, very shortly. But I'm delighted and I have to say just a little bit scared <laughs> to welcome to the show the founders of EXP 101 and the brains behind Hospitality Aid 2020, the Geldof and Majeure of the hospitality world, Chris Fletcher and Kieran Bailey. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. How are we all doing? I'm going to play music, but I don't want to break the podcast too early on. Probably a good so choice. I'm, I'm going to refrain from pressing the come together button. <laughs> very Thanks, good. Pleasure to be here. How are you doing? Uh, very good. Uh, very good. Uh, coming towards the end of lockdown. Well, in Wales, we're still locked down. Uh, but um, yeah, coming towards the end of lockdown, hopefully if everyone behaves, and coming to reopening weekend, and uh, hopefully coming to some positive stuff from EXP for all of you coming up. Isn't that right, Kieran Bailey? It is, and, and, and Phil talking about coming towards the light reminds me of a few years ago when I thought about founding a cult, and the opening line was, come to the light. And that's, that's I mean, it's still there as a premise. I mean, I've never given up on that as an idea. This right. is just well, the starting point. It's been yeah. lovely to talk to you guys. It's time to go. Yeah. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get this straight. Who is Geldof? Who is Madure? Have you sorted that out yet? Well, I think we've had to go just go with follicle reasoning yeah. for, um, for the characters, because we couldn't pick. Because we're not close enough to fight for it. Uh, we know I would win. And I would win. Uh, that <laughs> um, I'm going to be Majore, because if I was a sailor, and um, he's the scraggly head. Give me your money. Give me uh, your fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I've got a story about <laughs> Geldof. Oh, hang on. Should yeah, I share? Yeah. I don't know if yeah. I should. Yes. I, um, Is uh, he going to make us some friends, Phil? Um, it's funny. Let's do I, it then. If that helps. I don't know about the friends thing, but yeah, I, my first land job, because I did start my career at, at sea, 
I opened Coco in North London, the music venue. What a place, and, mate. Yeah, it was, uh, it was one hell of an experience. And we had... Um, we put on loads of uh, after-show parties for movies and things like that and cut straight to the point. We were putting on Alfie. You remember the, the remake with Jude Law? Yeah, that um, should never have happened. Yeah. I've, got a, I've got a story about him, but I'm definitely not sharing that one. And I got this. I was a member of the management team. I was doing my rounds. It's a massive venue if you've ever been. It's mm. across six floors. Yeah. And the earpiece I got, to, one of the bouncers said, can a member of the management team come to the entrance to the VIP area? Uh, I've got a bit of a situation. And I did like the the FBI. I'm in the vicinity. I'll take it. And, um, and went there. And the, the bouncer just said to me, can you tell this gentleman that there's nothing going on up there? We're using it as a, as a place for the artists to get changed, basically, who were on, on the stage. And I turned, and here's Sir Bob Geldof. And uh, I did, I'm not a guy that gets starstruck in any way, but I did that thing you do when you, you see somebody, you kind of go, oh, it's you. Okay. Uh, what's, what appears to be the problem, sir? And, uh, and he says, I just seen Dave Stewart go up these stairs. I just seen it. I need to get up there. And I said, uh, he's, Dave Stewart won't be up there because we're not letting anybody up there of, of that kind of, of caliber. If you like, I'll just call down to the front to see if anybody's actually, um, if Dave Stewart's actually even in the building. Uh, and he went, I've just seen him. He's gone up there. I need to go up there. It's a party going on. It's, it's got, me needs to be involved. And I went, no, hang on a minute, just leave it with me on the radio. Is Dave Stewart in the, uh, in the building? No, not yet. That's fine. He's not even in the building, sir. If you like, I'll take you back to your area. But I just see it and blah, 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 and so on and so forth. Eventually calmed him down, took him back to his seat and plied him with a bit more champagne. Thought nothing of it. The night went off without a hitch. I had the next day off because we were due to finish at like four or five o'clock in the morning. And then the next day when I came back into work, there was a copy of the Daily Star on my desk with an article circled and it said so Bob Geldof belittles jobs worth management at Coco and I was like ah yes that's me I'm a jobs worth manager I've absolutely made it so there you go that's my little story I've got a couple of questions on that story if you don't mind go on first of all what was the caliber of people that you were letting up there I'm intrigued if Dave Stewart is not the right caliber who was and secondly where do you think Bob Geldof is from? Listen to your accent. Uh, that's just my stock standards. I, I, I thought Geldof was good, and I'm not even going to attempt the duel. <laughs> well, I could probably do that better, right? Because yes, that's true. You, would, that's you true. would have a fighting chance. <laughs> I'll lend you a waistcoat and a ponytail. Yeah, yeah, great. I, well, I don't actually won't need that very soon. Here we are. Oh, that lockdown hair's coming along nicely, isn't it? It is, but that's it will be off great. next week feel like I might have taken us off point a little bit, but uh, that never happens. That's our job. Stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if anybody's taking this off focus, it'll be us. Very good. Well, let's get back to focus then. Why are we here? Uh, so, because. Hospitality Aid 2020. What is it? It is uh, effectively uh, a live virtual concert. It's live aid, but the artists are from the industry, from our industry. So it's your chefs, your bartenders, your waiters, your managers, area managers, if we let them. We're not letting any senior people. We can have head office people, marketing likes, accountants, you name it. Anyone who can hold a tune, can do a bit of a dance, uh, can play the spoons. We're t- taking now what? We've had about 10 applications in over the last day. Nice. Really interesting. Some from, from Texas, uh, which has been great. And yeah, the, the premise behind it is that, as you mentioned at the start, there's been a lot of cool people doing a lot of great stuff since COVID hit. And we were kind of watching from afar thinking, wow, they're doing a great job. We can't add anything to this right now. So we kind of stepped back, took some time off, grew some hair, maybe not, and, um, and thought, what can we do for the team that would be really cool, something to look forward to, and also represents the brands on a global, global stage because there are no boundaries with digital stuff. Uh, if we do an event, we're stuck in the room, but this is great, right? We can go anywhere. It's dangerous. So we thought we'd do this, have team members apply, and anybody else who wants to. And then our good friends at Tip Charms, James Brown. James Brown. Um, <laughs> That's a great tip out every basically everybody who sings or takes part will have their own URL or QR code and you'll be able to tip out that singer. That singer or artist will get 50% of that. The other 50% will go to Action Against Hunger, which is our chosen charity. And the man to my left or right, whichever way you point, is going to tell you why um, we picked them. 
It was an easy choice, really, wasn't it? I mean, for us, it's going to be a global event. You know, we've got people, uh, the guys in Shake Shack in New York at the moment are looking at this and kind of getting some people together for it. We've got people in Miami. We've got people in Mexico. We've got people in Malta who are interested in getting involved in this. So they're all pretty diverse. So we thought we wanted a global charity. And then we looked and thought, well, who's actually really making a difference? And what are the problems that are faced by, uh, by the community right now? And in the grand scheme of things, poverty isn't going away. You know, by the time this thing gets resolved, there's still going to be a whole load of people who are feeling a whole load of hunger. And we want to try and resolve that. They work well with restaurants against hunger. So they're really making a difference there. And it just made sense. So we got them on the phone. We spoke at them for, I don't know, must be about 15, 20 minutes. And uh, I don't know, Stockholm Syndrome. Did we just break their spirit? I'm not sure. But they just walked away thinking this was a great idea. Yeah. Well, I've got to agree. Is it an idea that you've had burning within you for a long time? Or is it just one of those inspirational moments that you had in in lockdown? Chris sent Uh, me a text at about midnight one night going, Kieran, I think we should do this. It'd be a great idea. And I sent one back going, you know what? For this this, this time, you're not wrong. Let's get it done. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what? I think think we met through music because we both worked at the Hard Rock, which I'm sure your your listeners are aware of. They've listened to our individual podcast. So we met through Hard Rock and... um, and that friendship and that kinship, I suppose, from Hard Rock, where with great cultures and great brands, stays forever. So you never lose those mates. And um, I think music, uh, we had the first person quoted as saying that they've used music over lockdown to really release some energy and kind of feel good about themselves. And music's got the ability to make you feel happy, sad, um, deal with some emotions privately or deal with them publicly and let it out. But yeah, so we just thought it'd be a really nice way for everyone to kind of say, look, we're here, we're back. We're not low skilled. We've got some great talent in the ranks and uh, this would be really good fun. So, yeah, not only um, guys from the industry, we're also looking for some mainstream acts um, who we're talking to to see if they'll join in and help us out. So anybody who's listening to this who's got some time on the hands and works to a small budget, give us a ring. If you want to entertain, we will give you a space to do that. I think Bob Geldof won't return your calls now, but anyway. um... (laughs) He hasn't done so far, mate, so I don't think you've done us any harm. That's fine. I think he's probably had his day as a performer anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. If if he ever had it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, really? Anyway, I should probably should probably move on. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, are you guys doing this alone? That's a very loaded question because I know the answer uh, already. But but yeah, well, are you? Uh, well, me and Kieran, we formed the committee, haven't we, Kieran? We've got yeah. these, um, almost like um, uh, the, the circle of fire. Us being Liverpool fans, it's a favourite song of ours. Uh, but yeah, so um, we've got some people helping out. Um, Phil Street's helping us. Uh, ah, really? Nice chap. Great impressions. Famous tabloid. Uh, <laughs> uh, and obviously we've got, I mean, I think joking aside, we kind of looked at our network and thought, who would we really like to work with? Uh, because it's quite nice to do projects, not just with Kieran. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and but, uh, likewise. Yeah, same, same for him, I'm sure, because I'm a bloody nightmare. Um, but then we looked at other people who do similar things to us, like higher, uh, the higher network, who've really helped out, Chad and Junior, who I think are going to say hello today. Uh, have been really great help. And yeah, and Kieran's got some other guys joining us as well. Yeah, I just think we kind of, everything that EXP 101 does is about collaboration. So we find cool, passionate, positive people who want to really highlight the, 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 the good stuff. And um, me. That's the answer, isn't it? There's loads of them out there. Yeah, you know, there's loads really of them out there. Yeah, so we've well, got um, we've got the, the the high guys. We've got you. We've got Louise from Spaghetti up in Liverpool. John from Paddy and Scotts is the brand marketing director up there. He's going to bring his skills to the table, which is great because otherwise Chris and I just pretend that we know everything and uh, just do all that random stuff. So he's going to bring to the table. We've got Louise from Harry, who's going to bring her organisation to the table, which. We definitely need. There's no getting around it. And we've got Kat as well, Katrina, who is uh, helping us out with uh, kind of managing some of those relationships. So it's a collective of people who are going to come together for the greater good. And when I think about that collective, I think there's one of them waiting to come in now. So I'm going to admit him. I'm going to bring Chad in. Oh, my God. Here we go. This is my worst nightmare. Is it going to work? Of course it's going to work. Have faith. Yeah. At least I can see who's coming. That's the... um, Exactly. That's That's good. We know. Chad... Hey, hey, Chad! Right? <laughs> Welcome to the show. Never been welcomed like that before. <laughs> I like um, yeah, Chad. Welcome to the show. Maybe uh, just give us a quick thirty seconds on who you are and what you do. Great. So, um, yeah, I'm Chad. Uh, Chad Smith. I uh, most recently was head of recruitment at the Power and Restaurant Group, looking after Giraffe, Edge Diner, Fishworks, Slim Chickens, uh, all the great brands like that. 
and uh, also been keeping myself very busy with Hire, Hospitality's Internal Recruitment Exchange. So we've been doing loads of different projects, trying to kind of get some good stuff out there. And most recently, teaming up with you guys on this uh, brilliant project. Yeah, right. why, why, <laughs> why did you do that? <laughs> why not? It's a great, great idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so why, yeah, well, actually, why did you want to, to get involved? So um, obviously knowing Chris for a little bit, and uh, we were randomly messaging about something completely different. And he said that... Uh, a job. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, had this, he said he had this kind of big idea that he, uh, that he really wanted to, to kind of pitch to myself and, and the guys at Hire. So it sounded very intriguing and love a, love a good idea. So caught up with the, with the rest of the team. And they were really keen and interested to hear what was, what was going to be uh, pitched as well. So we had a Zoom call and kind of out of my head as to exactly how long ago it was now but uh but kind of a feels like a while now doesn't it weeks ago yeah yeah <laughs> but um and then yeah they they came to us with this idea that they wanted to host this virtual event showcasing the talent that's in the hospitality industry you know those musicians and performers working in our in our restaurants and, and pubs and hotels and just sounded like a fantastic idea so uh so yeah we wanted to jump all over it and do what we could to help yeah any um, concert stories? You got an affinity with music? Can you uh, sing? Yeah, yeah. No, I love music. Um, used to play a few different instruments back in the day. Uh, so guitar, bass, and tiny, tiny little bit of kind of keyboard and stuff. I was in a band at college and all that, all that kind of good stuff. But um, yeah. and life gets in the way, and I've fallen out of that side of things. But um, yeah, used to try and go to concerts and, and gigs whenever we could. So I know it's going to be a virtual concert but we're hoping that in terms of everyone having a good time in their front room or wherever they're watching it they're still going to be able to get that same only this year chad next year we'll be in a field together absolutely it might, park yeah it might well it could be <laughs> it could be in birkenhead i don't know it depends on the budget but yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so no it's like, it, like i say it it sings a lot to me so this hey. so yeah um so, <laughs> yeah i really wanted to get involved with um with just kind of sharing the music and so obviously we kind of share positive stories within the kind of hospitality industry for recruitment and hr side of things and this was all about positivity and all about kind of showcasing talent so it, it just fitted really well with, with um, what we enjoy doing that was an easy win from our perspective i mean we've been watching what hire have been doing for the last sort of year or so and just seeing just really cool, interesting stuff, bringing people together, no ego, no vanity, just smart people in a room having good conversations. And that, that's powerful. That's powerful. So it just makes like perfect hearing. sense. No, no ego, no vanity. Just like That's exactly like <laughs> me. Yeah. No ego at all. Yeah, and, and we'd obviously been looking to team up with you for something with Experience 101 as in some sort of way, and this, this seemed like the perfect, perfect fit. Yeah, it's great. We really appreciate your help. Yeah, thanks for getting us involved. Brilliant. Well, thanks for dropping in, Chad. Officially, you're the first ever drop-in guest that I've done on a podcast. So, really? Amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your daughter. And your daughter. <laughs> Officially my first drop-in on a podcast as well. So <laughs> you, you can add that to your long list of career achievements. Yes. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go That's on the CV. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, guys. Well, no, great catching up with you, and I'll, uh, I'll see you all soon. Nice one. Legend, mate. Thanks Thank very you. much, Chad. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Like waves now, isn't it? On Zoom, everyone waves. Yeah, and then okay. spends half an hour trying to find the button to switch off. Yeah. Uh, I was in a band. Actually, I've just realised I was in a band at uh, university um, yeah. as well. We were terrible. We were we were we were called Scython. That tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, I was a, I was a heavy metal guy. I played. You were metal in uni, weren't you? I remember you saying I on was. that podcast with Jim. I love metal. I'm yeah. all, I'm all on board with that. I was, um, I was a rhythm guitarist, which is code for not good enough to play lead. <laughs> um, and so basically, I'm the guy in the background who's going... I did it with a guitar, though. Well, I mean, that's a good choice. Rhythm, keep the order, Phil. That's the thing. Rhythm, keep the order to the situation. Lead guitarists are all about the arrogance and rhythm off with their solos. In the order on this podcast, we've got people in the waiting room. Hey, we've got Louise in the waiting room. Oh, have, we? have we? Have we? Well, we've, got just... we've got a famous, we've got, you know, an overseas person. Oh, I've, still, I've still got about uh, 12, 12 questions to ask you guys before. Um, <laughs> but um, anyway, we'll get to that in good we'll time. We'll get there. Sure. Who have we got? Hi. Louise. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has not gone to plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was never going to happen, was it? 
<laughs> I'm in the car outside of the Baltic market in Liverpool. What a place. Um, where I've been fitting COVID safe stickers to pretty much every glass surface that they have. And then it rained and I thought, I'm just going to sit in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. And you're the only one that's, uh, that's, had, uh, that's had hair and makeup. Yeah, um, well, I mean, you know, I'm yourself, one of the only ones who's got hair full stop, aren't I? No. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason why oh, I wear dear. this hat. <laughs> so, Louise, uh, yeah. who, who are you and what do you do? So, I'm Louise. Uh, I'm the owner of Spaghetti Group, which is a consultancy that helps independent businesses to provide great customer experiences through communication, marketing, design of physical spaces and buildings live in Liverpool and really passionate about the independent um, hospitality scene that we've got here in the city. And yeah, just, just out there to really support the, uh, the little guys who are coming through into hopefully growing, uh, growing their own chains. Yeah. And you're on the, uh, the committee, aren't you? For, I am. Yeah. So, um, very, very important. <laughs> why did you, um, why did you want to get involved or, or was it just a question of Chris and Kieran nagging you relentlessly? Oh, there was there wasn't much nagging involved. I um I found Experience One Hundred and One on LinkedIn when I was first starting out my business, which I didn't realise at the time was sort of around the same time that those guys were starting out with Experience One Hundred and One, and went to their first event down in London. Just was blown away by the stories and the people who were there, and you know the sort of the the people on stage through to the people I met at the event were just. Uh, Kieran nails it, but it's my tribe. You know, it's the people that I have the best conversations with. So, yeah. I've been like a fangirl stalker, and uh, I've been to their events and and really just kind of connected with people through those, and and I've absolutely loved everything they've done. So, when they asked me to get involved with this, I was I was overjoyed because it's you know everything they do is a success. Everything they do hits just the right note in hospitality and. Yeah, it's a fantastic thing to be a part of. We'll send you a signed poster, Lou, no problem. <laughs> Thanks. Lie, I'm now feeling a bit of pressure, you know what I mean? It's got to be a success, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> Have you got any, any concert stories? Are you into music yourself? Yeah, I mean, I do like, um, like a gig. I actually have a really good friend who lives in, in Germany. We worked together uh, for a few years out in France. And um, unfortunately, not this year, but... But uh, most years in the past, we've actually met up for our annual reunion at a festival in Paris, happens in August, called Rock on Seine. And we use that as our excuse to kind of have three days of just, um, just having a, a few beers. Being in France, it's a very, very civilised festival. They've got a wine tent and they've got a champagne bar. So, you know. Ah, okay. Of course, it's very, oh, very yeah. civilised. And, and really good food. So what more do you need? Um, yeah, we, we sort of watch... We've seen Arctic Monkeys. We've seen uh, Iggy Pop was a good one. The Hives. Just, nice. I think, bringing people together through music. It's just a fantastic way for people to to share that experience, to to get involved in something. Large numbers of people. Um, just really, you know, feel like you're part of something, like you're part of a community. And I think, you know, we know we've got great entertainers in hospitality, whether they're singers, dancers, or you know, just the people who you find waiting tables, they've all got something about them that makes them an engaging person to be around. And, you know, if we can link that together to some performance, then I think it's just a fantastic, uh, fantastic idea. And, and yeah, hopefully it'll be a great success. Yeah. Well, you went to rock on then. This is going to be rock insane. Rock insane, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I've, I can I've see realized? that. On this, uh, this chat with you as well, is that I now understand why James Corden does carpool karaoke, because the acoustics <laughs> in the car are perfect. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Maybe yeah, we yeah. all of our performers Same. sat in the car, you know, building Ooh. out a tune. Yeah, I'm going to start running the, uh, the podcast from my car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, anyone walking past seeing me with the GoPro attached to the steering wheel is going to be thinking, what on earth is she doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get that a lot, Will, I'll be honest with you. Just ignore them. They'll be fine. <laughs> Louise, you're from the city of music. Don't worry. You're, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, last time, last time I was in Liverpool with a camera talking into it, I had about twenty people try to get into what I was actually just kind of talking about. When we were in oh, New yeah. Brighton, visiting Dan, uh, and there was this, this one guy just kept following me all the way down the street. What you doing, man? What you doing? What you doing? Just come and say hello to the camera, and then walk along, fella. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, so oh, Jesus, everyone wants to get involved, man. You know what I mean? And especially yeah. from the city of music. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a fantastic city for that. I mean, you know, football and music, Kieran, we share that. Yeah, um, yeah. joy, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> but I, it's just a really social city. I mean, everybody wants to get involved, whether it's, you know, we're really lucky that we've had quite a few musical festivals here and, and things out in the open, you know, bands playing. A lot of our venues are really music focused as well. So, you know, you go out any night of the week and you can find you know, pretty much any genre of music as well. Uh, jazz, funk, rock, whatever, you're going to find a band playing somewhere. I think it's the reason why the independent food scene thrives here is because we just really are keen to embrace anything that, that is new and is, is fun and, and feels like it's, it's going to offer a good time. Brilliant. Bang. Well, look, we, massive thanks from us too, anyway, for helping us out. And, um, no worries. We look forward to you on stage. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> That's great. Well, Louis, thanks for joining us. Go, go back to stickering the windows. Yeah, thanks. Stickering the windows of Liverpool today. Thanks. Making Liverpool COVID safe. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> that's an admirable aim. It is. Thank it you, Lou. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. So we have now, we've got Jim Knight waiting for us. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring Jim into it, and Jim is one of our boys. So I'm going to bring him into the room. There he is. What's up, Rockstars? Yay! My man! <laughs> It's three of the best-looking people on the other side of the pond. Are you looking at different pictures? (laughs) Oh, I am. Yeah, I can't see anything. No, I'm kidding. I did say the other side of the pond, so that's that's fine. You know, that means uh, uh, that's a that's a broad range of possibility with that one. It is for sure. How are you doing, anyway? I'm doing great. You know, we have a huge holiday coming up tomorrow, which uh, I'm sure you guys don't want to talk about. You know, because it's a little bit of some. (laughs) Succeeding from the union type stuff. But uh, yeah, here in the States, we also, because it falls on the weekend, they'll take off today. So today, nothing is happening in my neck of the woods. So uh, it gives me a chance to do a little bit of writing and just enjoy the sun. And uh, yeah, I forget the equivalent of Celsius, but it's going to be 97 degrees Fahrenheit today. So it's quite sporty. Just like that. Yeah. (laughs) Now there's mutual love going on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, I think um, a lot of people know that you have uh, an affinity with music. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And you still you carry that through to, to today. You, you do play, as I recall? <laughs> no, I'm not a player. Um, I actually am a vocalist. Um, Sorry. So as a singer, you know, yeah, I, I had to fake my way through piano when I was in college. And, you know, it's funny. I probably have four or five guitars. Usually they're hanging up on the wall. And uh, every one of them were either gifted to me or they were signed as I was leaving uh, the, the hard rock brand when I took off from those guys about eight years ago. So I wish, and I probably still could if I actually put my mind to it, I would love to play guitar like most of my friends. But uh, no, just a singer. Very You're the best man than me, Jim. I've got some guitars on my walls, but it's when we close Birmingham down and I just kind of just surreptitiously change oh, the nice. guitars in my bedroom, on my spare room wall, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Do they have any signatures on them? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I just, I'm yeah, not taking mine. trash, Jim. I'm not taking trash. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've got fletches. That's Very awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, th- I think this why you're on the show, well, why, apart from the fact that you're, um, you're obviously a larger-than-life character, but um, this is an international event, and, and yeah. I think we were definitely keen to get some people onto the show that reflect that and not just have you know, people from within our own local network. How do you think something like this will go down on on the other side of the pond? I think it's going to be great. I think, you know, between our two countries, probably some of the most philanthropic nations on the planet. And I think uh, we're quite giving. And I think when you start to layer in music, which to me is just the universal language. I mean, everybody loves music, um, regardless of whatever the genre is. I think it can really resonate with that. And then when you know... You put all that together and it's giving back to such a great cause, particularly with hospitality. I mean, hospitality in general, and Phil, you and I talked about this on your show, you know, it's at least here in the U.S., I think the number from the National Restaurant Association is something like 65% of every American will have worked in restaurants at some point in their life, usually their very first job. And then they'll go on to doing something else. And then there's another swath of us that we've made it our career. And there's just something about this ragtag group of people who maybe can't get a job somewhere else, but they can work in a restaurant, even if they were, you know, a dishwasher or a busser or a housekeeper or or receiving or whatever it is, 
it tends to to still stick in their their uh, blood because I think people that work in this industry have way more passion and commitment and work ethic than if they didn't. If they just came out of college and went to go do something else, I think they missed something about this this super hard work. I mean, and it is hard work, but it's a it's a great industry, and I fell in love with it. And uh, you know, I don't get a chance to do as much in it anymore, me personally, but. I think an event like this where you can layer in and pull all of those levers, I think it's going to be fantastic. And from what I understand from even Karen, don't we have some people from uh, Texas that are already starting to, oh, yeah, to get involved, know. right? So we've got, yeah. we've got people, I think, from all walks that are really want to get involved in the thing. So, you know, knock on wood, let, let's see how it goes. But uh, I do agree. I think it's going to be international. And I don't think you're going to have any problems in doing that. Yeah. I think you tagged it right in your book, Culture to Rocks, Jim, when you talked about the kind of hospitality being an island of misfits. We are yeah. a collection of misfits that come together and we <laughs> just make this magnificent picture from all of these crazy little pieces that we form and just, just ah, it just brings yeah. joy, man. Brings joy. And Jim, if, if, you could, if you could sing a song, if we, if we can, I'm not, I'm not making you do it, but if you, yeah. are, if you were a good part in Hospitality Aid, what, what song would you sing? Which band? If I had to? Yeah, if you had to come and do a cover. Oh man, that's a that's a good question. You know, my voice is probably more baritone. I'd probably do, uh, you know, probably some Johnny Cash. I'd probably do some Ring of Fire. Okay. Um, and, you know, so I, I'd probably try and bring the fire and bring the thunder. I guess, uh, and I I probably do something like that. But uh, yeah, I'd need to be a little bit more talented to to be able to hang with. I'm sure some of the awesome musicians you guys are actually going to have on the show. We found out that alcohol actually improves talent. It's got, it's quite interesting. Yes, it does, at least for the audience. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it improves the listener capability, for sure. Exactly, exactly, yeah. No, I've had to have a couple of drinks before I got on the show with you guys, so that's perfect. It's yeah. great. <laughs> to be fair, I've been drinking since 10 a.m., so we're all good, man. We're in this together. Yeah, I, didn't, I wasn't even talking to you, because that's a given for you. I just assumed. <laughs> talking to the other two mates. <laughs> there's also a, there's a, a really great crossover, I think, between performance and hospitality because yeah. they kind of you know every shift is a performance uh, in some in some ways. But there's also I know that there's an, an awful lot of people who are in the performing arts use hospitality as a means to pay their bills and kind of you know give themselves a, a lift up, and then sometimes end up staying there because yeah. they just actually connect with it and they really they really love it. And so I think if we can if we can nurture out these types of people that must exist in teams around the, the world, these are who we want to see on, on the show, right? I mean, the people who just harbor extreme talent. Yeah, I think that's a great point. You know, I, I probably hadn't thought about the, the specific musicians um, or artists that were going to be on the show being in that position, but that you're probably right. It's probably true. And in fact, uh, you know, I don't know how far along or coming out of the lockdown that you guys are in, but in the States, they now have shut down all of uh, Broadway musicals. There's nothing that will be happening now the rest of the year. So that's another six months of, you know, people that are doing it professionally. But even if you think about it now on a local level, on, on a micro level, community level, concerts, you know, any type of theme park, you know, tour guides, uh, improv actors, like people, that this ragtag group that that you guys talk about, yeah, they, they probably have this talent inside of them and they're not able to use it right now. So I bet you the only thing they can do is work in their sort of nine to five day job, which is which is a little sad. But again, this is such a fantastic industry and you can make money if you put your time and effort into it. And uh, listen, we talk about Rita Gilligan all the time. You know, Rita at one time owned something like five houses and all of her kids had a house paid for which she, she basically gave to them based off of all the, the just craziness that she brought to the party. And she's, I talk about this in my book too. She freely admits she wasn't the best server technically, tactically, mm -hmm. but boy, did she bring something spectacular where people fell madly in love with her and just gave her so much money that she was able to ride her career and invest it wisely. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I think anybody can really do something fantastic if they're working in some of these tough jobs. So, so I think that's a great point. I think some of them, this might be the only way that they can sort of get their reps in right now and do a little singing and a little bit of playing and uh, do something for good at the same time. I, I think that's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Jim, look, thank you, sir. But we've got a lady coming in actually after you. Her dad toured with Queen when, when Mercury no. was there. She's on guitar, man. 
Yeah, she was wow. on a world tour with Katie, private jet. That is so, amazing. Uh, we just found out today, so she's coming on the call in a minute. But uh, wow. anyway, we'll link you in, man. She's got some cool stories. That is amazing. Does, she probably knows Adam Lambert really well, right? I think she. I think she was Freddie Mercury era. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> You're being. Uh, yeah. Does that, how does people feel about Adam Lambert in the states? Then do they think that he? It's not even close. No, he. he I actually, uh, when he was on American Idol, uh, I actually was a big fan. And if you go back and look, he's got three or four performances that just reinvented a couple of tunes, which put him on the map. And then ultimately, in the finale, which he didn't win, he played with Queen on stage. That's how they basically oh, also fell in love with him. I actually think. Well, no, nobody's ever going to come close to Freddie's voice. His voice is too good. But, you know, as close as you can get, Adam, with his own style, he definitely can hold a tune. It's just, you know, it's always different when you got a different lead singer. You know, it's for me, I'm not sure I'd be interested in going to see Queen again. I know the rest of the guys are there, but it's not Freddie. So, and I, I've actually seen Adam Lambert in concert, and I think he's fantastic. But something about that, that, mashup doesn't work necessarily for me like it does maybe for other people but uh yeah, yeah. Pe people are fine with it <laughs> what's that the beatles with phil collins up front that wouldn't be right yeah exactly That's exactly it just wouldn't be the same where did that come from i mean phil, no, phil collins up front on the beatles yeah genius you, you look at fletch and you know he, he's he's <laughs> got he's got to pull in the phil collins wherever he can <laughs> i'm gonna bring junior into the call jim you should meet junior you'll really like him Junior is one of our collaborators on this. Fantastic. Great. I know you've been trying to keep us apart for a while, so. Well, you know, I mean, they just. We don't like you talking to other people, Jim. It's not good for us. Makes <laughs> it makes it feels like we're cheating on each other. Yeah, man, it's wrong. Phil's <laughs> particularly scared now. He's now got five people. Oh, oh, five. And it's yeah. sideways as well. This is just awesome. Hey, man, you're the wrong way around, dude. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, there I, he is. I really don't know what to do anymore. Um, Junior! Hi, Junior. Hello, how are you all? Great, how are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. Nice Friday afternoon. Yeah, have you met Jim before? Have I met Jim before? I don't think I have, no. Not yet, not yet. This is the first I've, time. I've seen him on the Come Together video, but I've now met him properly. Hello, Jim. Hello, sir. Good to see you. Yeah, you too. How are you? I'm good. I'm digging your shirt, man. That's a good vibe. Thanks. It's army military vibe. I've just been to b &Q. Yeah, I can barely <laughs> see you. It's camouflage. But I know you're there. I know you're there. <laughs> Junior, no, brings the, Junior brings the call to the event. You know what I mean? That's, it that's does. For. Yeah, I'm the youth. When we, like, when we do something that makes us sound very old, Junior just looks at us and says, boys, <laughs> you're very old. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, I am actually quite old myself, but I, I feel like I'm quite youthful compared to you lot. What are you, 20, yeah. are you 27 or something like that? <laughs> no, I, oh, I'm, I'll take that as a compliment. I'm not 27, no, I'm 32. No. Okay. Get out of it, really? You yeah, I'm, 30, I'm 32. I <laughs> had you were sub 30, I'll be honest with you, brother. So you're doing well. Oh, God. I'm probably the oldest on the show. <laughs> Let's not get into comparing ages. We don't need to go there. It's fine. No, no. no. Absolutely not. So, Junior, uh, how, what do you do by day? By day, I am uh, the recruitment manager for Formula Burger Kitchen. And by night, I, I have so many different arms that I think the things I juggle. But um, one of them being I am an ambassador for Hire, the Hospitality Internal Recruitment Exchange. And we are a group of internal recruiters and HR specialists who share positivity, love and ideas and funny videos, all that kind of nice stuff that makes you feel warm inside with other people within the industry, within HR and people functions. I am also um, helping out and, and supporting the Come Together uh, Festival on the 31st of August. Those are some of the few, few things that I'm doing. I won't bore you with all the other stuff that I'm, I'm up to as well. Junior makes magic happen in the fact he makes people like HR people, you know what I mean? He, he makes HR pleasant, which is a win, I think. Yeah, and he's also on this committee, he's Chief TikTok Officer. <laughs> I, I have I have seen some messages flying around about TikTok, and I haven't quite got caught up with it all yet. But uh, I, I do worry, know. Junior, I, it's all in hand. I've got <laughs> it. <laughs> that's, that's worrying in itself, really, isn't it? I've already had one threat, <laughs> yeah. and the police have been in touch. So I'm just going to give it a rest for a few days. I'm not going to do that anymore. I promise. That'll be the last time. <laughs> so, uh, why did you want to get involved in this, Junior? 
what was it about it that caught you? I think the whole Come Together Festival was something that I've, I've actually spoken about before. Like I said, I mentioned a couple of times how we just need something to unite hospitality people together in this time. And the fact that, you know, hospitality has had a, a massive hit. There's no lie about that. And it's been really tough. And people have lost their jobs and people have had to start new jobs or leave the industry. And so we needed something that was really positive and really, like, uplifting for the industry as a whole. And that's why I wanted to get involved with this. It's really something to uplift the, the talented people within hospitality, but also to raise some money for a charity that is quite close to my heart as well. And yeah, it's just it's one of those things where it's, it's something you get involved with it makes you feel warm inside, which is all about what I like to do, really. It's sharing positivity, love um, amongst, amongst people that, you know, we work with. Yeah, awesome. It's all about the warm and fuzzies. Absolutely. Do you have uh, a, a special affinity with music? Is, is it a part of your life? No, I mean, I love, I love music. And I grew up in an African household where music was, was how we grew up. Like, it was the way we, we spoke, really, because my mum and dad had music on all the time. We went to the concerts when we were younger. And so music is in my bones. So, yeah, music is really, like, important to me. I think it's a really cool way of communicating and, and sharing thoughts and emotion. So I don't, I don't sing, but I love music. And I, I go to loads of festivals. I go to loads of music events. So, yeah. I think it's okay that you don't sing, right? Am I right in saying we have a special guest about to come in? Bill, am I right in saying we have a special guest in the waiting room? Do we? Kirsty. Is she there? Oh, yeah, I, who's who's coming next? I don't know. Yes. Phil's um, <laughs> getting really stressed out now. I like yeah, this moment. No, I actually lined this one up, so um, I should have known, really. I just didn't realise what time it was, which is incredible. Flying by. Yeah, absolutely. There Christy. we are. Christy. Hi. Hello. Hey, Kirsty. Hi, how are you? Great. How are you doing? I'm okay, thank you. I went into a bit of a panic mode because my internet just stopped. Because it's like torrential raining here. So I was like, oh no. But how how are you guys? Are you okay? Yeah, great. Welcome to hell, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's not cool, man. No, 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 that's that's a bit harsh. But um, yeah, I've only ever, my experience of podcasting is one guest at a time. (laughs) Uh, And now I've got five with me in one hit. So this is amazing. But... um, Yeah. So, what, what, how, what's your connection to to hospitality, Kirsty? Well, I've been singing in the hospitality sector for I think it's coming up to nine years now. Um, so, yeah, it's absolutely great. I'm based in Manchester, so I work with quite a lot of the hotels around Manchester and the northwest. I actually, I know that we've talked about it. Um, but I did a promo video for Hotel Brooklyn for the opening of Hotel Brooklyn, which was, which was great. It was absolutely freezing, but it was it was fantastic. Hey, Kirsten, um, you killed it in that promo video. It was amazing. Oh, did you enjoy it? Thank <laughs> yeah, you, you so much. Because we did we um, Paul Bayliss, who's the general manager, said, "Can you do a cover of Wonderwall in like uh, kind of jazzy esque style?" And I was thinking, right, how are we going to pull off this track? Um, but um, I think it sounded pretty good. So thank you so much. It's kind of uh, like the postmodern jukebox style, isn't it? It's absolutely yes. stunning. Oh, Nailed thank it. you so, Nailed so much. Thank you. <laughs> postmodern, it's very good. Well, Kirsty, sorry, thank you very much for coming on because we've got a few other people here as well, should me. Obviously, you know Phil. Uh, myself and Kieran are running the event with some friends. Junior being yes. at the bottom there. Say hi, Junior. Hello, hi. Nice hi, to meet you. I've literally just swiped the page and now I can see people. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Hello. Did and you then swipe, swipe right? right. <laughs> yeah, swipe right. Swipe right or yeah. swipe swipe left. <laughs> um, and then the, the beautiful twenty-five-year-old uh, in the middle there with the uh, with the wonderful hair is Jim. And Jim's hi, uh, Jim. He's hello, Florida, uh, saying hello. And he's got his gold disc in the background. He's a very influential man in the music industry. So yeah, amazing. <laughs> well, nice to meet you. Good to meet you. Nice to meet you all. So you're. Um, I think you you said that you would very kindly give us a little rendition of something. Yes. Um. So I heard this song. I was thinking, right, what can I sing to you guys? And um, you know, I can't make you love me. Yes. 
So um, I can just, do you want 20 seconds? I was like, where do I start yeah. from? Like the chorus? The we don't, we, we're just honoured to have someone sing to us. Normally people tell us to go away. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, it feels weird. I feel like I need some music <laughs> to like come in. It feels, um, like, it feels like kind of one of those X-Factor like style things, doesn't it? Like waiting for the to come in. No, I feel, no, I feel nervous for you. I really do. I'm like, oh, this is going to sing. Yeah, I will. I can make you love me if you don't. You can make your heart feel something that it won't feel in these lonely hours. I will lay down my heart and I will feel the power. But you won't know you won't. Cause I can't make you love me if you don't. <laughs> so there you go. Woo! That's amazing. You love you. Oh, goosebumps. Awesome. Yeah. Do you know you know what you know what happened in that uh, that thirty seconds, however long it was? Everyone that's involved in this just went, we're sick. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Aww. that's a yes from us. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to Hollywood, man. <laughs> if I was in a big red chair right now, I'd be spinning around, looking right at you. That would be. <laughs> Thank you oh, so great. much. I was literally like I'm waiting, typically for some sort of music to come in, but thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. You're very welcome. It's one, of those, one of those things as well, isn't it? Like when you're um, when you're a musician. Not that I have experience of this, but uh, people say, "Oh, you're a musician, so uh, can you sing us something or can you do something?" That's, um, yeah, and yeah, it's not just that easy. <laughs> I get that all the time. I'll be honest with you. It just... Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, thank you so much because I'd probably like freeze on the spot, and then I'd come off here going, "Oh, I know like so many songs." Um, so yeah, no, thank you, you for listening. It. We're looking forward to having <laughs> you join the show, man. You're going to be absolutely amazing. And thank you, you so um, much. I think you you said as well that you're very kindly going to look into uh, doing a, a a cover of "Come Together." Um, yes, yes. It's if that's you guys cool with that. Oh yeah! Yes, oh, amazing. Don't, you don't want to hear our cover. It's not as good. <laughs> Bad, we should so do that. That would right, be hilarious. Right, guys, sing <laughs> now. <laughs> um, no, that would be an absolute pleasure. And um, literally, as soon as I found out, because obviously I spoke to Paul. As soon as I found out, I was like, right, I'm on it. So, like, my guitarist and the double bass who we did Wonder War with said, "Yeah, we'll do it." And then I thought, well, come together. We need kind of like, we need drums. We need keyboards. So yeah. I've asked some musicians that I know. They were like, oh my God, this would be amazing. So yeah, I've got um, a group that everyone's kind of like, yeah, I'm well up for this. It sounds amazing, especially for the charity as well. So yeah. Yeah. And I just hope to, it be, comes to, up good. to be clear, when you said you asked Paul, you're talking about Bayless, right? Not McCartney. <laughs> no, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> no, Paul Bayless. We're big dreamers. Anything is possible. Yeah, Paul Bayless, not McCartney. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, I've listened to about 15,000 covers of Come Together in the last two weeks while making this little video. Uh, yeah. And I thought I was done with the song, but having just listened to you do that, I know you're going to absolutely smash it. Really oh, Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. That's great. Well, Should we bring the last showbiz lady? Because we've got one more showbiz lady. Oh, we've got Ooh. someone else. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know who this is this time. <laughs> she's not going to sing, uh, but she's going to freak out when she sees a new lot. I saw the name. Here she is. Katie Moses. Katie. Oh Katie Moses. Hey, how are you? Great. How are you doing? <laughs> Well, let Phil take control because otherwise this would be carnage. But, um, yeah, Katie, tell Phil what you told me earlier. We're on, sorry, just to set the scene. Uh, me and Kieran were on a, uh, a webinar, you want to call it, with um, Katie. Sorry, we ruined it earlier on today. And she told us something, and I thought it was very relevant to this conversation. So, Phil, feel free to ask Katie about musical influence. Katie, what, what's musical <laughs> influence? <laughs> Mate. Sorry. Am I allowed to swear on this podcast or not? Yes. <laughs> yeah, You're a real shit, Chris. 
<laughs> um, no, we were, we were talking about music and and you know what we how much we loved it and and what a game changer it is for in life in general. And I just told um, the guys that my my dad and my husband are both musicians. So. Oh. Oh, for God's sake. Okay, so my husband is a saxophonist and he plays in Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds and Madness. Um, that's his sort of two, he's his session guy, but that's his sort of two main ones. And my dad was with Queen for 12 years um, and Tom Jones and yeah, The Pretenders oh, and various other things. So, yeah. Nice. Esteemed wow. company for a music event. Certainly. So, yeah, so I was, I was thrown in at the deep end there. Thanks, Chris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I need to say, when Katie was telling us about this earlier, that was the first time in a very long time I've seen Chris Fletcher speechless. Could not speak. <laughs> I, I don't believe you. The only way to shut him up. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, we feel, we've got it on film. I mean, I'm going to have to go back to it every now and again just to really enjoy that moment. But, glorious. <laughs> Katie, you've just uh, you've just missed Kirsty. Welcome, uh, say hello to, to Kirsty and all of that Hi. lovely stuff. <laughs> Kirsty's actually a, a singer, and she just gave us a, a little uh, rendition of uh, a beautiful song, and it made uh, it made us all think that we are in safe hands going forward. So <laughs> we're um, we're all good. But yeah, I mean, apart from your, I suppose your family connection, what's um, I, what's your reason for wanting to kind of get involved get behind well i just i think it's an absolutely fantastic idea i love the idea of hospitality blending with music because i think they're kind of interlinked anyway um you know as, as industries um i've grown up in the industry all my life so it's something i'm incredibly passionate about and i, I just thought well yeah i'll throw my hat in the ring and and, and say that i I'll, I'll get involved if i'm wanted <laughs> always of course you're wanted you haven't met jim have you sorry I have. Hi, Katie. Good to meet you. Good to see you as well. Looking forward to spending some time with you. I'm over uh, in the States. I'm in Orlando, Florida. Oh, lovely. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting that you're there, Jim. I just think it's a, a picture of the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's that's funny. I've never heard that one before. Oh, <laughs> don't change your brand, though. Please don't change your brand. I'd love your brand. brand. The, um, yeah. So, well, I mean, I'm kind of running out of questions, to be honest, but the, um, <laughs> I don't really, where are we? What day well, is I it? guess, what does, what's everybody hoping to get from the day? What's everybody hoping to kind of, to see, to happen? What's, what do you want from it? Jim, yeah. What are you thinking? Well, I mean, first and foremost, I think just putting a spotlight on the struggle that hospitality is going through, although uh, regardless of where you are on the planet, I do think uh, it's going to be one of the most resilient industries. I know that for a fact. It always has been regardless of whatever's come along. So I think you guys helping do that and just so show a little bit of the plight and do it with some fun. And I think, you know, Katie said it best and Kirstie was even saying it just a moment ago. I mean, it's music is just so fantastic. And I think if people can be edutained at the same time, you know, we can get a little bit of uh, some education, but let's have some entertainment. I think it's going to be a big, huge win. So uh, I'm, I'm just thankful that you guys are spearheading the thing. Honestly, I think it's fantastic. I can't, can't think of anybody else better to do it. Uh, it's going to be a blast. Here, here. <laughs> Katie, what do you want from it? I mean, I'm assuming that kind of you've been to a million gigs before. So you're really just thinking you're going to get a drink. You're going to enjoy. You're going to make some noise. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, where you're going to go. I, I'm hoping I get a triple A pass because I am used to getting a triple A pass. I hope you realize this. Standard. What does what does what's a triple A pass on an online event look like? I, we haven't figured. <laughs> we've not figured that one out yet. Have we? I don't think I get to sit side of stage. I think I think that that's allowed. But um, I just I think that if we can. If we can inspire some people as well, I think would be would be an aim of mine because I think that you know quite often also you do find that a lot of musicians also work in hospitality. So whether that's you know part time and you know so I think connecting those two I think is really important. Um, but yeah, I think if we can inspire some people to maybe be a bit brave and, and to take part in something that maybe they wouldn't have done before and to to push themselves and push their boundaries and take themselves out of their comfort zone um, and give someone some, give people something to focus on. You know, with hospitality having been shut down for so long, you know, it's sometimes it's hard. I mean, I live with a musician and it, it's been hard then sometimes you know getting out of bed in the morning going well shit I don't have a, a gig to go to I don't have a session to do I, I you know so I think to just inspire people to you know and encourage people to do more and, and achieve more I think I think is real positive 
And I think this is the reason we got the committee together rather than just me and Kieran do it, because it's really important that we spread the word. Because you're right, Katie, people just won't offer up their, you know, pop. Kirsty very kindly has come on today and done this, but uh, <laughs> it's hard to get through to people. You've got to break through some barriers and kind of there are lots of barriers in the way. So we kind of need everyone from different walks of life, from different parts of the world, really. As we said, we've got a man in Mexico, a young man, Jim might know him, a man called Danny Guerra. Do you remember Danny Guerra, Jim? Yeah. Of course I do. Yes, absolutely. So uh, in Mexico City, who's bringing up some talent from the Americas for us, uh, who's literally walking, I'm quite worried what he's doing, but he's walking around restaurants asking waitresses <laughs> to sing to him, which is probably, uh, yeah. I mean, he was doing that beforehand, if I'm honest with you, but uh, now he has a <laughs> So yeah, so uh, we couldn't get him on today, but he, he's helping out in the Americas. Then we've got some people in Spain and um, we're talking, it's a lot of old hard rock connections, but um, some great guys really trying to help out. Uh, and I think that's the point. We're going to kind of break down some barriers and get the tentacles out to people. But Kirsty, yeah. if we using you as a um, sorry a flag bearer would be absolutely awesome because I think your voice is beautiful for a start. And secondly, you. if you do uh, that cover for us, that could be our little um, that could be our theme tune, which hopefully gives you a lot of awareness as well. Which would be yeah, complete fantastic song anyway. But to do it, and especially for this charity, um, I think it's um, to thank you so much. Thank you so much for asking. No worries. No problem at all. I think that the other thing is as well is that there is there's so much serious and negative content just out that actually to do something like this that's just light and fun. That's yeah. I think people are just craving that. Yeah. Now, yeah. As a balance, look, we're we're not you know we're realism focused and we know that there's a lot of crap going on in the world right now. But at yeah. the same time, you know, we need these little moments of joy to to help people get through the darkness. Well, you can see a theme of everybody who's involved in, in kind of doing this. Everybody who's got a part, part, part to play has been putting out some positive content. You know, Phil, with this podcast, it's amazing. Some really great chats. Katie, hospitality talks, cracking stuff. Jim, thoughts at rock, absolutely amazing. Chris, doing bugger all, but you know what? He'll try harder <laughs> next time. Kirsty, <laughs> rattling out amazing songs. Me, just kind of... Again, doing not a great deal, if I'm honest with you, but still surrounding ourselves with amazingly positive people who do yes. very cool stuff. And that's what we need to be aiming for, isn't it? <laughs> Realism is good. Yeah, I've walked my dog every day in lockdown. What's wrong with you? I do loads. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I think we've taken up a load of everybody's time. I'm, rattling, I'm wrapping this up for you, Phil. I'm going to shut up now. Sorry. I, I, you didn't even really need me, did you? <laughs> this is not my business. <laughs> We just used you to get to Kirsty. Sorry. Go <laughs> <laughs> on, uh, Phil. Wrap it up. Yeah. Well, I, I suppose that the major thing is, uh, what do we need from people? Well, we need auditions, uh, and we need people to go to www.experience101.co.uk. So sorry about the bloody web website address. It's so long. Uh, we are changing it eventually, but not yet. So yeah, go on there. Hit the perform button. Uh, find us on Instagram at, at @hospitalityaid. Kirsty, spread the word in the north. Uh, for us and <laughs> spreading word in the south so, uh, we're not worried about that and then Jim uh, yeah unbelievable <laughs> 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 you're, you've assigned an entire country <laughs> you've assigned an entire country for me yeah first he's got the north case he's got the south and you've got America <laughs> you can have my president <laughs> do you need me to do, do you need me to do Scotland <laughs> Should I do Scotland? Although I did alienate them recently by telling uh, on my podcast that I hate whiskey, so I don't know if they're um, they're going to speak to me ever again. No, you, you can do uh, you can do your borough wherever you are. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're not doing Ireland either with that Bob Geldof impression. That was yeah. shocking. No, <laughs> apologies. Anyway, that's that. it, really. Yeah. So just as many applications as we can get. Uh, the, you know, the more the merrier. We've got room for fifty artists across the day, um, and we think we'll probably over. Subscribe more. One thing we would say is if we do get too many applicants and they are all good enough, that we will share some of their content through the day. So they may not sing live, but they'll get their content shown through video through the day. So everyone will get exposed. Is that the right word? Hey, Chris, you know, you know one, thing, one thing that might help is I know you guys are putting out some things on your social media. Um, any of those graphics, any of the social media posts, uh, if you can even send out, um, at least for me, it would help to have some of that original stuff because I can send it out on behalf on all of my networks versus just sharing what you put out. Um, and I know you guys are going to do more of that, but just sort of if you think through, if you want to send any of that stuff to us, 
and any recommended hashtags or whatever, I, I'd be happy to push that a little bit more for you. Yeah, we have we have a promoters pack, and it's um, I've just it's on its way to you. <laughs> oh, nice, great. Okay, 2020, hashtag that's come together. That's it. You know, follow those two bad boys, and you'll be there. And hashtag okay. sing, play, give. Sing, play, give, Phil. That's what it was, wasn't it? That's right. Yes, I had had it really well memorized in my brain. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was another uh, another balls up on my behalf this afternoon. But um, <laughs> um, the, oh, well, I would say as well, just to add, uh, I suppose, a little bit more behind Chris's statement is just share the shit out of it and just get it as far and wide as you can. Tell everyone you know and tell them to tell everyone they know and so on and so forth. Thanks for moving out of the shop, Kieran. That's much better, actually. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> And that's yeah. That's that's my overriding message with everything. Just share, 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 and uh, let's get this as far as we can, and and let's get all of the countries in the world involved in what you know. Even if that's just watching an obscure act from somewhere that we can't even pronounce, we want that Excellent. as much as anything. So um, share, share, share. Thanks, Phil. Nice. Thank, Thank you. you. And I think thanks, I think on, thanks, Katie, and thanks, Kirsty. Appreciate it. Yeah. Oh. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Pleasure. Good to meet you guys. Thanks. Good to meet you guys as well. Right. Thanks so much to everybody who's, I, I mean, I really don't know what to say, to be honest, but um, this, this has been an entertaining thing for me, just sitting here watching you guys wind up and do your thing. I feel for Phil, he's never going to do this again, I'll be honest with you. Oh, I've, got, I've got an idea for a new show now. Well, this insanity and nonsense went on for another seven and a half hours, so we thought we'd cut it there. But a big thank you to everyone who dropped into the show. The bottom line is we now need each and every one of you to share all pieces of content you see around this incredible event. Mark it in your diary. Hospitality Aid 2020, 31st of August. The more people we can reach, the more amazing we can make the event, the more money we'll raise for action against hunger, and the more joy we'll bring to the hospitality industry. So, how can you get involved? Well, very simply head over to experience101.co.uk and follow the links to HA2020. If you've got a hidden or indeed not hidden talent, send us in your audition. If you know someone who has talent, get them to do the same. Then share, share, share. Let's get this around the world and make Hospitality Aid one of the great stories to come out of 2020. See you next week.